podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey guys, it's Wednesday and I'm here with Jim Johnson. Hello everybody. And Louis Rigoni. Hey Dolphins. And man, it's it's game week, guys. It's yeah. game week. We're yeah. finally, finally, finally there. Woo-hoo. All right. Whoa. It's been a long off season. It's right? been a strange off season. <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of fill-in shows, so to speak, right? And we're finally it's, here with you some. Know, I, I counted the shows. It was thirty-five shows we've done since we had a game. So that, that, that you know, and that's hard, guys. That's really hard because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the draft shows obviously, and the free agency shows were fine, but uh, it's tough to c- come up with original content and enjoyable content when. Uh, there's so many weeks with, you know, basically everything just shut down. Yeah. Uh, you know, they didn't have OTAs. They didn't have uh, much press at the practices they did have, you know, and they, they were very limited on what they could write. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was a very strange offseason. And I sure hope that uh, that's not a sign of things to come as far as the way they treated the press because that was not good for you know our uh, show and not good for other shows you know that that do this type of thing mm-hmm. uh, because the information just isn't there uh, but that's that's all in the past uh, right now we've got a team getting ready to play the New England Patriots on the road Miami is a six and a half point underdog Ugh. I don't know that they should be a six and a half point underdog, to be honest with you, but that's another conversation. Today, they, they designated their uh, reserve players on the practice squad. They're allowed to reserve four, which simply means another team cannot sign them off the practice squad and put them on their roster. They um, reserved Tejes, cornerback, Chris Merrick, the tight end, Jake Rudock, the quarterback, and Ken Webster, a defensive back. They love their defensive backs, don't they? They sure do. Yeah, it's pretty obvious they're going to be playing a lot of them all season. Yeah. They also like the team captains, guys. On offense, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Ted Karras, and Jesse Davis. Hmm. And on defense, uh, Van Oy, Landon Roberts, and uh, Bobby McCain. Okay. On special teams, Kevon Frazier and Clayton Fenchlam. Okay. And today, we did get an injury report. Tua has a hurt hip. Gasecki <laughs> has a glute problem. Howard has a knee problem. Uh, Jones has a, a, a sore Achilles. Uh, Parker has an hamstring issue. Van Oy has a hand issue. And uh, Preston Williams has a knee issue. So that's the injury report. Now, how serious those injuries are, I really don't know. They, you know, I mean, they all were limited in practice today, basically. A lot of good names on that list there, Mike. Yes, it's it's a who's who of the Miami Dolphins, right? I mean, basically, <laughs> those, yeah. If we're going to win, those are the guys that are going to get us there. Yeah, to his to his hip and uh, Howard's knee. Those are those are big surprises there. Yeah, I know, shocking development, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so well, so we basically have two quarterbacks on the roster. So if it's Patrick gets hurt in this game, you've got Tua coming in with a hurt hip. 
yeah, is but what we're looking at. He's basically, fine. he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're they're, uh, they're playing the Belichick games. I think. Yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So uh, they also released a depth chart, guys. Uh, I'm sure both of you looked at it. I'm sure both of you had you know a l- little bit of a question why Smythe might be ahead of Kasicki. My opinion is, if you're running the ball, you probably want Smythe in there, and if you're passing, you probably want Kasicki in there. Uh, they they were working with Smythe this off season, trying to help him improve his hands. So maybe he'll be catching some, and obviously Gasicki and his blocking. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and my my thoughts is this is going to juggle week to week. Yeah, I I don't think there's a there's an overman of importance in regard to that. I mean, you know, if you look at the Patriot defense, uh, you know, their weakness is going to be up front. I mean, they still have most of the guys in the secondary that have been there. And uh, if you're going to attack this team come Sunday, you're going to attack them running the football. Uh, That's what you're going to go after initially. And I think Smythe obviously plays an important role in regard to that more so than Kaseki, who's more of our pass catching tight end. And I think that's all that boils down to. So what do you think of the decisions on the offensive line, guys? I was kind of surprised that uh, Solomon Kindley got the the start over over Hunt. Uh, yeah, that nice was, camp. Yes, he did, and he you know he's a, the great big giant man at guard, and uh, he was rated well coming out uh, for the run blocking, and I think that's I think that's why he got the start. He had a good camp, and they want him to entrench him at at guard, and I think they want Hunt more as a right tackle. So. I think uh, they're giving Kindley the the go at at the guard position. Yeah, that that was a, su- a surprise. There's no question about that. Uh, you know, Hunt talked a big game, and then he wasn't able to win the job behind all that talk, right? So, <laughs> you know, Kindley, we don't we don't our offensive line. If you look at it, you know, Austin Jackson to me is is the biggest concern there. Agreed. Um, you know, Jesse Davis returning at right tackle, you know, you would hope that he'll uh, be fine. He'll be fine, right? And and Kinley, I think, since he's inside, should do a good job. Karras is a veteran and so is Flowers. So Austin Jackson is the guy that uh, you know, we probably have to have a little bit of concern you know concern with but honestly i think that he'll be fine as well i mean he won the job that could be another reason why you have Smythe out there by the way uh to help him yeah it's possible could could very well be on the defensive side it's interesting they've got wilkins at the left defensive end they've got gotcha in the middle this is all in the three four set and Mm -hmm. at uh, right end they have uh, ogbo now, linebacker, they've got uh, weak side, uh, Shaq Lawson, uh, inside left, uh, Landon Roberts, inside right, Jerome Baker, and uh, Sam linebacker, Kyle Van Noy. You look at the defense, and you look at these starting 11, doesn't look that bad anymore, guys, does it? I was Once you see s- these guys on paper. I was going to say, you know, it, it's a lot... Uh... A lot less concerns for me when I look at the roster on defense now than than a a year ago, and never mind two years ago. I'm I'm a lot more confident in uh, these guys making more plays. Are you okay with the safeties? Yeah, you know they both did well last year. I think uh, if you've got solid corners, which if Howard is healthy, uh, and you which know, he's not. Which uh, he's which which he's not probably fully healthy, but uh, you know we've got Noah that's that's looked good at outside cornerback. So I th- Noah I think who? We, 
Igbenogany. Right. Uh, the, uh, you know, that helps your safeties a lot if your corners are solid. If, if a safety has to be helping out a corner all the time, that, that, that stresses everything. So, uh, you know, they did well, and McCain is a great communicator back there. I, I think we'll do fine back there. Top 10? Top 10. That's a big stretch right there. Uh, no. Damn it. You know, I'd love to say yes. If Xavier Howard was healthy, I would I would say, yeah, we've got one of the best cornerback duos out there. No, um, you know, Byron Jones did not have a good camp. No, he did not. He did not. That play. is concerning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, he may not. He may not hold that job then, Mike. I know he's making a lot of money, but they do have guys that can come in and this this coaching staff is not going to be long. That's right. They don't for, play. For, no. you know, for watching a guy getting burnt all over the field. You know, uh, it, again, if you look at this defense as a whole now, they look pretty solid. The secondary has a little bit of depth, um, you know, at, as far as the corners are concerned. Yeah, Nick um, Needham is his backup, by the way, according to this depth turn. Yeah, Needham, and you know you've got uh, you've got a little bit of depth there. You know you've got four guys that you know that I'm comfortable with in regard to the corner position. Safety, a little bit different. Uh, both of them, like you you mentioned earlier, they both did a pretty good job last year, and um, you know McCain did it in a half a season because we lost him the second half. But I think they'll be fine because we've got a much better uh, group up front and two nice corners on the outside. So. You know, when you look at this defense on paper, much improved. Um, you know, next year's draft, maybe you attack a few more. You know, maybe a safety you draft, and and this, you know, this defense is on its way. Uh, the key are, are the defensive defensive linemen. You know, Wilkins and Gotchow have got to have got to make plays up front. They just have to. They got to create trouble. You know, they got to put pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they just have to do things. The group of linebackers, I'm pretty confident with. So, I mean, it, overall, they're a good. They're a nice, solid defense right now on paper. On paper. Yeah, on paper. I, I'm interested to see how Lawson does at uh, at linebacker. So we'll we'll see how that develops. Yeah. Uh, well, it's weak, weak side. He, he should be able to handle that. But you're right. Uh, it's it's going to be a little bit different for him, I suppose. I don't know if he was standing up in Buffalo. I don't think he was. Not too much else on this chart that, you know, that, that concerns me. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle is backing up Lawson. Gruger Hill's backing up Baker. We just got to hope Van Noy stays uh, healthy. Yeah. Because his backup is uh, Sam Equivon, and I don't think we want him starting. Not ideal situation there. No, I don't think so. And, you know, uh, we got Sanders as the place kicker and Matt Hothack as the uh, punter. What did you guys think of those two? I don't think we've discussed them all offseason. I like Sanders. He's got a strong leg. Uh, he's just inaccurate at times. Um, I think second half of last season, he was a little bit better. Early on, he was missing some kicks. Do you but know, he, I read that he's been our our most accurate kicker we've ever had so far. Yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. Um, our punter had, had was very, very inconsistent last yeah. year. And he, uh, he was frustrating. Definitely needs to work on the consistency. He'll have a he'll have a great punt and then a, a terrible one shanked out of bounds. He needs to needs to step it up with the consistency for sure. He had a bad game or two, but I don't think he was terrible. All right, so let's talk about the Patriots. <laughs> Lewis, yeah, a different team. 
They're a completely different team. Uh, you know, they had eight guys opt out. They lost some guys to free agency, Van Oy, uh, a couple of their other linebackers, the, uh, Roberts. They lost Hightower, Collins. I mean, they're a different defense. There's no question about it. Uh, their secondary's pretty strong. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Um, they've still got McCordy and McCordy back there and Gilmore. Yeah. Um, last year, we did very well against them. You know, Parker Parker beat up on them. So, you know, the, the thing is, is you go into this football game and you look at the seven guys up front, they've got guys like Jawan Bentley and... and uh, Who? Exactly. Uh, Sh- Shaliqua Calhoun. And D- I mean, I listen, up front is where I think we're going to attack these guys. You know, I think Fitzpatrick can have some success. I mean, Gasicki's... Kasicki's going to be key here um, because the corners are going to try and lock down on our receivers, and Kasicki's going to be a big part of this passing game. He has to be. And I think the guys out of the backfield will be as well. I think they're going to test him. And I think they're going to try and run the football um, against this defense, and I think they're going to have some success. I don't know much about a lot of these guys, Mike, but I'll tell you, um, <laughs> they're not does. they're not yeah. the same defense they were last year. They've got holes all over the place, and uh, – We've just got to go out and out execute, and I think we can pound them and, and beat them. Yeah, something that amazes me is is two of our team captains now, uh, Van Noy and, and Landon Roberts, were team captains for the Patriots last year. Uh-huh. So that's that's a big blow to your defense. You know, they lost, I think, seven starters out of their starting 11. Mm-hmm. So you can't plug in that many bodies and – have the same scenario. So obviously they've got a lot of a lot of unproven guys out there on the field and like you said Lou uh you know pound the football and hit them with Smythe and Gazeki and uh you know I think if you're if you do do a, a double tight end set I think Gazeki's going to get all the, all the coverage so Smythe could have a big day in the passing game. So I I mean there's a lot of things on the table but I would be attacking those linebackers that are untested and unknown to the to the Patriots right now. So I'd be I'd be hitting them in that short game for sure. If we go with a third receiver, you're probably going to stick Isaiah Ford out there and uh spread him out a little bit. I yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking, Mike. You know, you, you want to try and keep them from being able to double both your outside receivers. Right. You don't want that. And, uh, you know, with Gasicki, if, I, if I'm the Patriots, I'm just going to bang him around at the line and make it tough for him to release. Mm-hmm. You know, then it, then it's a matter of, you know, can, they, can Miami's line hold, you know, and uh, get the job done. Yeah, I, I think what they're going to do is they, they will come out in, in uh, two tight end sets, mm-hmm. but they're going to split. Gusecki out in the slot and they're going to have him on mismatches and uh you know run the ball out of those formations and pass the ball out of those formations and I think they'll have success against this defense in doing that I mean obviously they got to get the ball downfield every once in a while to you know to uh uh, to challenge their corners, and we did that very well last year. I mean, you look at the games that uh, our receivers had up against these these really good corners that the Patriots have. Both of the guys are returning. They had success against them last year. So if they have any kind of success at all this year, 
you throw in the fact we got some nice running backs and a revamped offensive line, and New England is a little bit weaker. I, I think there's going to be some success on offense this week. There's no question. Define success. They're, they're going to score points, Mike. Yeah. They're going to score points. Yes, absolutely. More you than know, 24? Uh, I would say somewhere right around there. I mean, we'll do predictions at the end like we normally do, right? I mean, we're not well, going to get While you're right. talking, they're going to score <laughs> points. So I just want to see how many. You know, I'm curious. Yeah, I, I think I think they're capable of putting 24 up. There's no question about it. They did it last year with the offense they had against yep. a better defense. So why not, right? Yeah. Yep. Why not? The biggest question for me is, since we're talking about the, the Patriots here, is Cam Newton. That's that's well, a that's the wild card, isn't it? That's the wild card. I, I'm I'm with Lou here. I I think we can score some points. The question for me is, how will our defense fare against Cam Newton? Uh, you know, it's kind of a whole new chapter where we're normally trying to collapse the pocket from the inside to force Brady out, and now we obviously don't want to do that because Newton could kill you. So it's a whole different ball game. And if they can contain Cam Newton, I think the Dolphins have a good chance to win the game. Well, here's the thing, guys. You know, I talked in a previous show about me thinking that the offenses are going to be slower to get into speed, you know, game speed than the defenses. That could be. And if that's the case, then then Newton really is the wild card because if if New England is is slow to get you know get their offense in gear, uh, then he may be forced to run a little bit. And I don't think we want that. <laughs> We don't have a good track record with that, no. No, we don't. Now, you know, we, we've got some guys in there that, you know, like Van Noy, for example, that, that, that uh, you know, are different. So maybe our results will be different. But generally speaking, you know, the running quarterbacks do uh, challenge a defense. So we'll see. Uh, you know, well, it just, just depends. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Newton's coming off an injury, right? Yes, yes. Okay, hasn't played in a while, number one. Number two – you look at this receiving core, and Edelman's their best receiver, hands down. And and he's a little bit long in the tooth at this point. You look at the rest of these receivers. Uh, what Jacoby, do you think of the kid they drafted last year? Nikhil Harry? Yeah. We don't know much about him. He was a disappointment last year. They got Demir Bird, Matthew Slater. Uh, Mike, these aren't world beaters out there. Now, Nikhil Car- Harry could develop into a very good receiver, but right now... Yeah, when he's you, not there yet. When you look at this receiving core and you look at the two corners that we have, uh, you know, there's it, we definitely match up well against them. Now you go to tight end. Uh, you don't have Gronkowski. You don't have those type of players coming, coming at you from the tight end position. You got Ryan Izzo and Devin Asasi. I don't know either one of those players. I mean, on offense – they don't have a lot of weapon. I think what you do in regard to Cam is you keep them in that pocket, okay? You don't you don't allow them on the outside. You just contain them, let him make decisions down the field and make mistakes that way. I don't think we have to do a ton of blitzing against this team because he's not very accurate at times. Uh, when he gets in a rhythm, he's very, very difficult. When he gets outside the pocket and makes throws, he's difficult. Um, if you keep him in the pocket and force him to make throws down the field, I think I think you're doing yourself a world of good. And I think that's how you attack this team. These receivers are just not very good. Their running game, um, Sonny Michelle was was a big disappointment last year. You got James White. 
uh, who's a very good pass catcher out of the backfield. But again, you know, you don't have Brady there. So, uh, you know, you don't have that type of situation where he likes to dink and dunk. Cam Newton's a little bit different quarterback, and it's going to be very interesting to see how Belichick handles that if he runs the same type of offense he did with Brady. And I, I just don't see it because you don't have the same guy back there running the show. Yep. No, I agree with you. You know, he's not Brady. He's Cam Newton. They'll do what he does well. Uh, and that may not coincide with what Brady did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, how do you think uh, we're going to get Breda involved? Just like any other running back, to be honest with you, uh, you can involve him in the in the short passing game. You can throw it to him out of the backfield. Uh, you can do some some you know sweep type plays, get him outside, try to try to bust the corner and and stretch it out. You got to utilize his speed. I don't see you know you're looking at this roster, and like Lou has already mentioned. There's a whole bunch of unproven guys on this Patriot roster, and hey, throw throw at them, you know, pick on them, and see what works. I I mean, I look at these, I'm comparing these rosters, and we've got some unproven and some rookie talent on our roster as well. But I look at some of the players on the Patriots, and I just I don't see it. If if you took Cam Newton and Bill Belichick out of the equation, it, I would laugh and. uh you know, I yeah, just—that's not the way it works. <laughs> well, I I know, but I'm just saying. You know, I I'm giving credit where credit is due. I'm not gonna I'm not sweeping the Patriots under the rug, but I just don't see them being able to, you know, shut down a running game per se or shut down the the short passing game. I I don't see that happening with all the untested talent well, they have. Their so. defensive front is not terrible. Their linebackers are going to be the question mark, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the key, Mike. In my opinion, the key to this game is Breda and Gasicki and those mismatches. They have to match up against linebackers or the sa- you know safety, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be in regard to Gasicki. And Breda out of the backfield, I think, is going to be very important because Fitzpatrick does a phenomenal job at looking over the field and just taking what the Uh defense is going to give him. And he doesn't have to necessarily throw the ball down the field if he feels that there's mismatches elsewhere. And he's smart enough to take advantage of those mismatches. So you could see Breida catching seven, eight balls in this game. and going. That's why I asked the question to begin with. Absolutely. Because if if they're really paying a lot of attention to our outside guys because they beat them last time. Yes. Then yeah. somebody else got to pick up the slack. So is it going to be Breed? Is it going to be Kasicki? You know, it's got to be somebody. Right. And you know, Belichick's going to attempt to take our two receivers out of this game. I think uh, so. You know, and of course, they're going to try and stop the run. But I think Breida, like I said, and and Gasicki, those two guys are keys this week in, in winning this football game and, and success on offense. Yeah, we saw we saw Albert Wilson take a, a four yard pass to the house a couple of years ago. So you know, Breedick has a similar uh, elusive and speed. So you know, if he's if he's out there beyond that defensive line you spoke of, Mike, and underneath the linebackers, he can do a lot of damage with that speed. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun game to watch, uh, just from a strategy standpoint. And you know uh, Gilmore is going to have an axe to grind with Parker. So of course he is. He may be. Uh, Fired up. He may well being fired up, but he may he may be a little over the top and miss something else. Uh, when mm-hmm. you're worried about Parker and shutting him down, and uh, I would know. expect him to be more aggressive. Yeah, uh huh. That's what I would expect. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. 
hey, listen, sometimes the guy that you're lining up against is just better than you. And yep. maybe, you know, Parker's gotten to that point. Uh, he proved it week in and week out last year, regardless of who he was going up against. So, I mean, listen, we give the other guys on the other side of the football field credit, but let's give Parker some credit at the same time. You know what I'm oh, saying? I thought I mean, he was phenomenal know. last year. I really oh, did. I oh, thought he was phenomenal. Absolutely. Nope. So, nope. you know, he's established himself, and let's just hope that he, you know, he gets even better from what we saw last year. My yep. concern is the hamstring. I don't want him messing that up. Just mm-hmm. I hope they don't overwork him and let him uh, heal whatever is wrong with that. Right. We talked about, you know, our offense against their defense, and uh, our defense against their offense is really where I think the game is going to be won or lost. Yeah, I agree. You know, we talked about our offense being able to score some points, and I, and I think they will. Obviously, we got to score more than they do if, they're going to, if we're going to win. Yep. And if, you know, Cam Newton busts a couple of 40-yard runs, it's going to be very difficult. So, you know, we spoke about how their receivers aren't very good and, and such. Uh, well, you know, if Xavier Howard is not playing much because of his knee and uh, Igbenogany uh, gets a little too aggressive and, and gets a pass interference call for 50 yards or something, that that's hard to manage as well. So as good as I like the matchup is for our chances, it, things could go south pretty quickly. So, again, it's that, that Cam Newton is the wild card and also – you know, Belichick's been been coaching Belichickian ways with Brady for 20 years. And he, you know, he really doesn't alter his plan a whole lot. So it'll be interesting to see if he really adopts Cam Newton's style of play and tries to utilize that. So that's part of the chess game that'll be interesting to no, see. I, th- I think you do. You know, well, I, don't, you- I don't think you're going to run the same offense you've been running. I wouldn't think so either, but it, it, that's why I say it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much old school, you know, offense they run or if they if they created a whole bunch of new stuff for Cam. So it'll be if, interesting If I'm to the see. Patriots, I want to test Miami's front seven, and I am going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball, and I'm going to see if I can wear them down a little bit. You know, I, I'm not going to test their secondary more than I have to. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna if if they're gonna have success on offense, they're gonna have to run the football. Uh, it, it's that simple. I mean, Michelle, these guys are gonna have to make plays running the football. If they if they depend on Cam uh, to just carry them, I mean, you don't know what you're getting out of this guy. I mean, listen, before he got hurt, he wasn't playing very good football, guys. That's the thing that people forget as well. I mean, he was not playing a good brand of football. Um, he's 31 years old now. He's not the same guy that we saw three, four years ago come down here and just, you know, destroy us running, passing the ball all over the place. I mean, he's, you know, he's 31 now and he's coming off an injury. He hasn't played in a while. I mean, so, you know, I don't think we're going to see the same Cam Newton we did in Carolina. Uh, now with that being said, as Jim said, you've got Belichick, uh, and when you have him, you know, he always does a good job of having a team prepared. The Patriots are not the greatest team early on. They seem to get stronger as the season progresses. They do, generally speaking. But they were strong last season when we played them early. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. we were really bad, Mike. I yeah, think that I know, had I more to do with yeah. it than them being that good. I mean, listen, yeah. Traditionally, last, they start slow, no question. They do. Last year, they, they, were, they were playing exceptional defense early on. Exceptional. And as Jim mentioned earlier – 
they don't have the players that they had last year. So this is going to be – it's an intriguing game. It really is. I it mean, really I'm looking is. forward to it because yeah. there's so many different – you know, so many different angles and so many, you know, Brady's There's gone, new, Cam Newton's A lot there. of new nuances to this game yes. that we really don't know how it's going to play. So it's very, very interesting. You Absolutely. Know, the good thing is go we don't have to play against Brady. That's the I key. I don't care about Cam Newton, you know. We don't have say, to go against Brady. Go yeah. ahead, Jim. What? We're all just excited that we don't have to deal with TB12 anymore. Yeah, Even I'm though we played well against excited to him watch a football time. game. Yeah, know? that's true. That's <laughs> right. true. Yeah, it'll be exactly. good. Just give me the damn game, you know. I don't right. accept whatever happens. I want to see football. <laughs> oh, man. Finally. Four days away, right? Four yep. days. Three days. Three days. Yeah, three Thursday, days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. One o'clock. I'm going to be so jacked up. Uh-huh. It's going to be fun. The phone will be ringing, and you'll be saying, what the hell are they doing out there? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? Uh-huh. So let's hope Fitzpatrick has a nice strong game. I mean, you know, we that's that's what let's we got. They all have a nice strong game. Yeah. Specifically our offensive line. That's going to be, you know, if, if we're going to have a good season, they are going to have to provide it. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can they can uh, Austin Jackson fits in and uh, you know, Eric Flowers improves on what he did in Washington and Ted Karras plays at his level and uh, you know, Kinley proves it's not too big for him, you know. And uh, Jesse Davis continues to improve. I mean, he, you know, he gets a lot of flack from the fans, but he's really not that bad. Right. I mean, I think Flowers and Karras are the te- are, are the keys there, Mike. The two, you know, the two guys that have been around a bit. Yep. Um, you know, they're the key. If they, if they are playing well and they're playing at a good level, then I think that offensive line will be okay. I mean, obviously Jackson's going to have his, you know, his hit, hit and misses. You know, Jesse Davis should be okay. I mean, he should be somewhat solid there. But Karras and Flowers are the keys, Mike, because they have to play good football week in and week out on the inside. Because the other guys you know are going to have, you know, their big ups good and weeks downs. and yep. their ups and downs. Those guys have to be the consistency there. Uh, you know, and um, we get, we just got to hope that they were good decisions. I think they will be. I think they'll do very solid jobs, and um, you know, and they'll carry us through the season. The other guys will develop in the nice, solid football players as well. We have it's th- to. It's we, third and one. To. Who are you running behind? Uh, not uh, that's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm pitching <laughs> wide the Brita and having him outrun the defense right now. I don't know. I mean, you know, we, we got to see what Austin Jackson's all about. I mean, obviously, won the starting job, so yeah, we, we got to see what he's all well, about. Well, Julian Davenport, I don't think provided much competition. No, no, I'm I'm going to run behind that big man Kindley myself. Me too. That's, that's, one. That was my answer. You yeah. got Karras, yeah. uh, Kindley, and Davis and Flowers. I think that's the way I'm going. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And that, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, it, it, you can do any number of things, but uh, it's fun to talk about. Yep. So, all right, guys. Anything else you want to add? Uh, predictions, Mike. Predictions. You want to do that, huh? We did uh, it all last year, didn't we? Uh-oh. Prediction time. We did. We did. All right. Well, Lou, you, you can go first since no, no, you're no, going to no, be no, the no, optimistic no, one. No, no, no. I brought it up, Mike. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. no. You Somebody wanted to make else. picks. You better make a pick now. Oh, I've got it. I mean, I just want you guys to go. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll jump in feet first here. I've go got ahead. the I've got the score 27 to 20. <laughs> I love it. 
I'm right there, Jim. In favor of the Dolphins. I'm right there with you. Same exact score. I, Get out. I swear to God. And I think I think it's you know, going to— 24 or five minutes ago. No, 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 no. 27, and New England's going to struggle there. They're going to score late, you know, and get up to that 20-point number. But I think the Dolphins are going to put 27 points up, maybe even 28. What wow. do you got, Mike? That many, huh? Yep. Oh, boy. I, I think there's going to be some turnovers. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. Uh, I don't know that Miami wins it. I, I kind of, honestly, guys, I think that uh, the young guys could use another couple of weeks, and uh, they're not going to get it. So I would say 22-17 New England. 22-17. So you're saying Fitzpatrick's uh, going to get sacked in the end zone? 20 to 17. <laughs> oh, 2017. Okay. So you like New England, huh? I, I, I do. Uh, All right. They're at home. The crowd will be. What, what crowd? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, what crowd? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, the acoustical yeah. crowd. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with that, if anything. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting to see what they, uh, or to hear what they do. Yeah. What, well, if they do anything, it better be equal across the league. You know, whatever decibel level they decide, it better be even. Because if the Patriots are cheating there, they should throw that team out of the league. Yeah, well, it, it, it's funny because we're going to be the guinea pigs this week. I mean, you know, they may be doing some nonsense like they usually do, and uh, it won't get corrected until next week. Right. Obviously. Right. You know, th- this is all uncharted territory, and I can guarantee you that uh, uh, Belichick's a snow, got a snowplow won't be a factor. Although he's that got, wasn't Belichick, but <laughs> he's got all he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. That character up there, and I guarantee you, they'll they'll have a few come Sunday. Well, did you guys watch any of the hockey playoffs at all? No. Absolutely not. not. No. Well, I, I'm a hockey's kind of my second sport and well, uh, yeah, you're in the you're in the winter, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. And uh you know, you watch the games and there's no you know, they're up there in the bubble and uh they've got, you know, crowd noise, you know, piped in and it's like all it's it was terrible it was like random and at the wrong time and uh-huh. sometimes yeah. it was for the wrong team and it was it was horrible you know i mean mm-hmm. it was delayed it wasn't it just it was silly i kept wanting to turn the volume down because it was it just annoyed me so yeah, I, one of the networks was talking about you know how they were talking about adding artificial fans to the scene shots you know yeah and they said that that's cost prohibitive it would cost them a fortune to do that with all the angles that they broadcast from it would cost them a fortune mm-hmm. it is going to be strange isn't it it really is yeah. It really is. I mean, for the players as well. You know, I, I mean, they, they run out there. I mean, it, it, it's football is is a game of emotion above and beyond, and yes. uh, and momentum it, and moment. It's just gonna and the crowd really. I mean, we watched it for years in the Orange Bowl. You know, the difference that the crowd makes. And uh, I'll tell you, it, it. You know, as as a football player, you know, going out there on the field and not having the crowd. It, it, it's going to be very strange. It really is. It's going to be extremely strange. Well, one of them said it'll be just like practice. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's what it'll be like. But, you know, it, it's just going to be strange because, you know, you just may not see the, that momentum type of uh, situation in these football games for that reason, you know, where, right. where yeah. the, you know, the guys start panicking, they hear the crowd going crazy, all of a sudden things start slipping away. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have those type of factors in these games. You know, it's it's going to be a weird season. It really is. Yep. And I am so looking forward to it. 
That's it. <laughs> yeah. I just can't it's, tell you how much I'm looking forward to it. I am so tired of all the other nonsense. You know, I just I want to sit down and watch a football game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. It's football. Yep. Exactly. And we get to watch one what uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, it should be a good one too. Yep. All right, so that's going to be it for this week. Uh, Lewis will be back Monday to discuss the game. Yep, absolutely. And hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it'll be a very, very fun and happy discussion, Mike. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yes. I, you know, one way or another, I'm sure it will be because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, yeah. look, worst, worst that can happen is we start out on one and we come home. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the worst that can happen. And uh, they're a young, young, young team, so. Uh, that would not be the end of the world. But let's hope they win, like you said. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, until next week, fins up. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, doll fans. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.